Hello, this is your host, Brian Hammond, and welcome to the Between the Lines podcast, where you will hear the personal backstories of my poetry and the experiences that go along with them. Be prepared for real, raw honesty as I read, reflect, and expose the emotions that went into writing them as we read Between the Lines. Hello, friends. I'm back again with another episode of Between the Lines. This story is called, She is the Fuck You. (laughs) To begin, I met Leanna on Bumble. Um, She lived in La Grande, Oregon, which is about three hours away from where I was living. And she, she was attending Eastern Oregon University. We talked for a few weeks and we FaceTimed pretty often. Uh, We had great conversation, and we got along really well. And it's been about six years since this experience happened, so I'm not very sure of, like, the the specific details. But I remember liking Liana pretty well, like, enough to want to meet her. Um, And at this point in my life, my expectations, uh, they were pretty low compared to now and uh, what I expect from someone now. I remember her being nice, and and I suppose at that time, that's all I really cared about. (laughs) She also told me that she wasn't like other girls, and I'm putting that in quotes, like other girls, and that she wouldn't hurt me. And I believed her, and I trusted her. And before even meeting her, I wrote this poem. She is the universe. Learning her name was like discovering a galaxy. Looking into her eyes is like being sucked into a black hole, alluring but exhilarating to know the unknown. I starburst into another feeling-filled juncture, her heart as mine, my heart as hers, together but one of the same, never alone but not together, somehow wonder-strikingly omnipotent. This is what her love does and makes me. Moment by moment, magnificent sights of multicolored scenes experiencing her. Forever shrouded by her ethereal multitude of love. The universe is my soulmate. She is the universe. The next week, we decided to make plans to meet. Um, At this point, our feelings were mutual. And so she offered to drive the three hours to come meet me. And on the day that she came to meet me, I I was pretty excited. I was looking forward to getting to know more about Leanna, but the excitement waned completely the moment that she pulled into my driveway that evening and gave off a vibe that didn't match mine. It was awkward, and it felt forced. It was one of those situations where it's like, does this person really want to be here? But being the friendly and hopeful person that I am, I thought maybe she was just shy. And after a while, things would feel like normal and like it did when we were talking over FaceTime. After she got to my house, we went to dinner. And when we got there, it was still very awkward. She, didn't, she wasn't really talking much, and it felt like she really didn't want to be there. And after a couple failed attempts at trying to make conversation, I just asked her, Are you disappointed? And she replied telling me that I wasn't what she was expecting. And still I have no idea what that means. 
really. Um, there was really, you know, we FaceTimed pretty often. So there was to be like no surprises about like what each other looked like or what we sounded like or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't know what she was. I don't know what she was expecting, but I accepted that the best that I could. And I figured, I figured that we at least could be friends, but after dinner, she began acting differently again. She started flirting with me and acting like she did like me. It was pretty big swings and moods from like not talking to me at all to then flirting with me and uh, making it feel like it was when we were FaceTiming before we even met. That night, we ended up sleeping in my bed together and which involved kissing, which gave me another impression that things were back to what they first appeared to be before we met and before she seemed disappointed. The next day, we went to get coffee, and that's when things took another 180 turn. Um, We were sitting outside the coffee shop, and I must have said something about, like, feelings and, and expectations, which is very something that, like, very much something I would do. Communication is essential in all relationships, especially when you have no idea what's going on. You always, you always have to like DTR, right? You have to define the relationship. And the quicker you do that, the, the more disappointment you save on in the future, I think, is something I've learned. So I, I wanted to know what was going on, especially after the uncertainty and the back and forth that has already happened a few times. When I asked her how she felt, she was honest. She told me that she was kind of just playing along and going along with whatever. She also told me that before meeting me, that she liked the idea of me. But now that she has met me, that she didn't actually like me. Which... (laughs) It sucks, you know, being told these things, hearing these things about like how a person thinks or feels about you kind of sucks about like I give off the impression of a better impression of actually who I am than of who I am actually. Um, There was like a mixture of like disappointment and more confusion because why would you just play along in the first place? That just leads to disappointment and uh, feelings being hurt. You know, I, I felt that my time has been wasted and like this girl was just going along with whatever, even if she really didn't want to. After this conversation, we went back to my house and she left. Never to talk to each other ever again. But I wasn't done yet because poetry needed to be written. Within a couple days, I wrote this poem called The Bird. Let me tell you a story about my last heartbreak. It shouldn't have happened because every word you said to me was fake. You made me believe you had mutual feelings for me. You told me time and time again that you weren't like any other one of them. You promised to take care of my heart, but instead, when I gave it to you, you simply tore it apart. You said you were playing along, as if this was a game or you were a baseline to a song. You claim to love the idea of me, but once you got my trust, your words and feelings were history. 
I hear you give me all these excuses, but never once mentioned what the real truth is. I won't hate you, hold grudges, or say things that aren't true. But what I will do is say one thing, one time, and that is, fuck you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Between the Lines. You can follow me on Instagram at patheticbutpoetic. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you so much for listening.